Hi there. So I need to remember this week. We'll see. We'll see if I remember. Did I if I learned my lesson? Because yesterday I had the opportunity to record the podcast. I had nothing to do. I was like, hey, you know, tomorrow's going to be a big day at work. Maybe I should record it tonight. Give myself time rather than get the shit beat out of me at work and then do it because you know you're going to be exhausted. Well, I am. And uh, it, uh, basically work, we had to uh, – we unloaded three U-Haul trucks full of our products. We're moving and we, we moved to a uh, – for, for a different uh, new warehouse space. So three 126-footer and two 15-footers, everybody. I mean, that's crazy. There's five of us. So five of us unloaded and organized our inventory. And so that's uh, it's moving for about six, six straight hours. So I am beat. But I'm here. I'm doing it. I've still got a little bit of energy. I mean, this is just me talking out of my ass. Also, I'm uh, severely dosed with CBD, so I'm pretty relaxed. Because um, I knew that I was going to have to delegate uh, and keep an- answering, you know, where does this go? Where does this go? And normally when I work, I prefer minimal interaction and uh, – guidance required you know direction so i dosed myself quite heavily and uh and uh you know it's uh, i'm feeling it it's good pretty relaxed it's like yeah, i'm either relaxed or ex- or that's the just the exhaustion and uh uh <laughs> dehydration maybe maybe the dehydration has set in maybe that's what's going on Anyway, oh, so this is uh, Still Sober with John Rabin. Um, thanks for joining me. Um, we're here again. If you're a sober person, hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, hope you're staying sane. Um, still living through heat, extreme heat. It's uh, making people do crazy things. People are losing their shit out there, but uh, a lot of people aren't. Just got to somehow keep it together when dealing with uh, morons and people who have lost their mind. Like, especially when they're, before they lost their mind, they were morons. And then now, they're morons who went crazy. So it's uh, interacting with the public. I mean, it's, there's almost a, a there's a, a benefit to it that I've, I've discovered. Um, to people not doing their job uh, well, and uh, and it is that I am slowly eliminating fast food from my diet because I just can't go to certain places anymore. So Jack in the Box made me kind of sick this past week, so that's on the list. McDonald's is on the list because of because honestly, after my quote unquote scare last week 
not really a scare, just the the fear uh, the fear of being on um, world star hip hop, like not getting involved or just on the internet in general. Um, getting involved with uh, because it, it it is constantly lowest common denominator in McDonald's, and either when I go in there or. When I'm driving by it, when I leave work, I have to turn left to get on the highway and I have to drive by it. And it's just the amount of yahoos that cut off everybody and that, that you know, shady looking motherfuckers. They're always turning right going into, into, uh, into McDonald's. So I'm just avoiding. Like I'm slowly, you know, check marking like because people either the quality of the food is poor or the service or whatever, like things are just the clientele, like, but it's, it's, I'm just, you know, I'm knocking places off. Like it's okay. I'm not going to go there. Um, so it's, I don't think Taco Bell will ever make the list, but I can get all the burger places off. I mean, and then just, just Waterburger will probably be the only one standing Waterburger and, uh, uh, um, what is it? P. Terry's. Those will probably be the only two places. And that's not technically fast food, but come on, it is fast food. It's just a, on a, on a different tier, but it's, it's still, I mean, it, come on, it's still fast food, right? So that's, that's, um, what else is going on? Let me see. Oh, I have a, yeah, I have a thing to talk about that's, uh, related to sobriety. So let's get into it here. So we have um, we have this uh, like the little fridge at work. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, we have the little fridge at work, and on occasion, based on what's what's occurred, there has been a uh, you know a bottle of alcohol in the in the fridge from uh, a coworker. You know and. Like we've we've had discussions, and it's never it's never been a problem, you know. Um, the first, uh, there was a bottle, a wine bottle of rosé that was sitting in that fridge for two years. Two years, never been a problem because it's rosé. I never drank rosé when I was drinking. There's no way I would. I don't care if I was going through withdrawal symptoms. I'd go to the store, figure it out. I'd figure it out if I had to, uh, if I really needed a drink, I'm not drinking rosé. So safest thing, you know, there is more, there was more of a likelihood that I would drink pickle juice out of a pickle jar than to drink rosé while I was an alcoholic, active. While I was actively an alcoholic, would have drank pickle juice before I drank um, rosé would have drank vanilla extract before I drank rosé. Um, I only bring up the <laughs> I only bring up the vanilla extract because I don't know. I've never heard. I've never in an A meeting never heard anybody talk about it. But there was an episode of Family Ties, which was the uh, Michael Gross, Michael J as the dad, Michael J Fox show Justine Bateman and 
a special guest star for that episode was Tom Hanks, who played um, – I almost called him Marty McFly – who played Marty McFly's uncle, Michael J. Fox, uh, Alex Keaton's uncle. I, I think he was the um, brother of the, the mom. Anyway – Turns out he was an alcoholic, and one of the the warning signs was that Alex Keaton saw him drinking the vanilla extract out of the cabinet. And I remember as a kid going, "Well, that's weird. Like that didn't make any sense." And um, but it stuck with me because I always remember it. I always remember that, and that was a sign that. He had a drinking problem because he was drinking vanilla extract. Never heard uh, since. Don't know if that's a common thing. Mainly because um, the alcohol used in the vanilla extract has already been – most of it has been cooked out. The potency. So it's not like – it's it's why it's not an effective – you know, not like drinking uh, paint thinner or whatever. So uh, – <laughs> Turpentine. Yeah, it's not like drinking turpentine. Let me tell you, I've I've, I've um, talked to some hobos. So uh, yeah, so so it wasn't a problem. So short story long, rosé is not a problem. However, recently there was a um, co- co-worker was going to work late, so he brought a bottle of Jameson with him. You know, and uh, he was going to. Just kind of, just kind of hang out, and and then he left it there. And the problem is, is that it, well, there hasn't been a problem for years. I have not dealt with any kind of temptation to drink. Like I can honestly say that it's been. I don't recall the last time going. Ooh, it would be nice. Like those thoughts just don't hit me. But it's been very stressful at work. And then when I go and get like a Gatorade out of the fridge, I would see it and then shut the door and then go back to to work. And it was probably about after about a week and a half of looking at that, you know, once or twice a day, even with not really thinking about it, it finally I got one of those those feelings like, man, it looks pretty good because it's a cool bottle. Jameson bottle is, is great. And it's just, it's just, that's, that's, I think that's the thing is that I'm not usually around my brand where it kicks up memories and be like, Hey, so I had to, so it's no big deal. I basically said, you know, told him, Hey, you need to take that bottle. It start, it's making me think, think about it. And he was like, Oh shit. So took care of it. It's no problem. But I'm bringing it up because that's it was it was weird that I that I actually had that you know it's not weird that's like normal but after going so long without anything without any kind of uh, like trigger or anything going whoa for years and then all of a sudden out of nowhere he goes bam you know after because it's it was a long day. Long day at work, or you had a stressful day, which is always a perfect time for whiskey. Is uh, is all right? Now let's take the edge off and go. Oh, 
you know, it's, it's done. So it was, uh, it, but it just kind of, it hit. And it's just a good reminder that you're, you're like, because you can sit there and go, I'm cured, I'm done. But you never know when that's going to come up. So it's just, it's always nice to be aware of your thoughts so that you can put in those kind of, uh, that kind of practice, that therapy practice, those, those techniques, it's basically the whole, um, you get thoughts, thoughts make you feel a certain way. Those feelings then make you act a certain way. And rather than act on your feelings, revisit the thought, where does that come from? And you revisit the thoughts so that you feel it, so that you don't act out in the way that you were going to act. So that's, that's that whole process. And uh, so it was nice to be able to do that, to actually sit there and go, well, that's, you know, that's not happening. So let's, uh, let's act right away and get it taken care of. Recognize like, oh, that was, that was something, you know, wasn't even close to temptation wasn't even close to anything going that way. But, you know, it's let's cut the opportunity out of it. Preemptive strike. Let's take care of it before it goes into a direction. Because, you, you know, you got to stay vigilant um, because you never know. You never know what kind of a if you're going to have a bad day or a bad week, or bad month, bad year. And things just kind of uh, it's just like you, know, the, you set it in motion. It's just a chain reaction to where the end result be that you fucked up. So it's always nice to kind of uh, put a stop on it. So, but uh, yeah, it was a nice reminder. I didn't, you know, I didn't think that, you know, I've mastered this, but I guess maybe in a kind of way I did. I'm like, eh, here we are. It's just life. Everything's great. You know, I'm, I've got this handled. Well, I still have it handled, but at least it was nice to be made aware that that still could come at you, just broadside you and surprise you. So, you know, just wanted to share that. Sometimes I check out uh, different articles just to share with you guys, just to kill time and keep with the theme of the podcast, maybe. I don't know. Um, but because I do that, Google News has in my algorithm lots of drug and alcohol-related articles that just kind of get thrown at me. And this one, and I did click on it, so I'm probably going to get more of it. But this one was just... It just started. It make made me laugh, and it makes and it makes me laugh from a, a drug addict point of view. If you've if you've ever if you're listening to this and you um, have participated in lots of uh, drug use, you're, you're going to immediately start laughing when you read when you hear this. So this is the this is the headline. Is like tramadol versus oxycodone. What are the differences? What are the differences? Uh, there's a bunch. 
There's a lot. It's the difference between a paper cut and an axe wound. That is the difference between tramadol and oxycodone. Um, oxy will ruin your life. Tramadol is just some weak ass shit. In fact, let's see. That's and you know I thought that before I even clicked it. So when you click it. It says the main difference between tramadol and oxycodone is the difference in potency. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Tramadol is a weak opioid with weaker opioid-like properties than a potential than a potent opioid medication such as such as oxycodone. Yeah. Tramadol is what ha- Tramadol is what uh, doctors like to prescribe to patients that probably need Vicodin or Demerol or Oxycodone that probably need an actual pain reliever. Like if you're like, hey, Tylenol's not working for me. Okay, well, I'm going to get you some something uh, that'll take care of that pain. Here's some Tramadol. Oh, goody. Why didn't I just take three Tylenol? So that is... <laughs> Yeah, just to, to, to give you the, the biggest sign is that the FDA um, classifies oxycodone as a Schedule II controlled substance, and tramadol is a Schedule Four. So that, that just says it all there. So if uh, basically, if you're in pain and you get a prescription and you look at it and it says tramadol, know that your doctor doesn't trust you and your uh, uh, behaviors. He's like, oh, this guy is a high risk for being a drug addict. Oh, he's not already is, you know what I'm saying? So that was, <laughs> so it's just what a useless article. It's like, what are the differences between um, light beer and Jack Daniels? or an Everclear. What's the difference between, um, what is it? Uh, Miller, Miller Ultra, Miller Light, Miller Ultra and Everclear. That's basically, that's, that's the, oh, oh, should we discuss the difference between absinthe and, uh, you know, and O'Doul's? How about that? Well, they're both liquids. They both have some alcohol content. That's basically what that article is saying. I think that should should just about do it. I was looking at the other, see if there's anything else that's going on that we need to discuss other than um, some people trying to uh, figure out how to, you know, open up some recovery outreach programs. Um, incentive programs like uh, using gift cards to fight meth addiction. Uh, good luck with that, California. Um, that's slightly better than. Let me see. This doesn't say what what city and state this is. Until I guess until you open it up, let me see. But the uh, the headline is: Attorney General discusses money discusses money to combat opioid addiction. Does that mean? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. It's Connecticut. All right. 
but also it it's, it's just, just a poorly way to go Connecticut that's just a poorly written headline the headline what, what it means is the attorney general received money from a settlement with a uh, with a lawsuit with jewel like how can they use that money to combat opioid addiction which is interesting um, since those are unrelated, nicotine and, and opioid are not related. But that makes a little bit more sense because the headline made it sound like that the attorney general was going to think about combating opioid addiction by offering junkies money. That was what I what is kind of implied by I mean, wait, what? That doesn't that's not going to work. Sure. Yeah, I'll I'll stop doing drugs so that you can give me money. You're going to pay me to stop doing drugs? That'll work. Because we all stop doing drugs when we run out of money. That's why we go through withdrawals, because we don't have drugs. We don't have drugs because we don't have money. But if you give us money because we stopped doing drugs, which we did because we didn't have any money, but now you're giving us money or gift cards. You think people aren't going to sell the gift cards California, do you think people are gonna, not going to sell the gift cards to get money, trade the gift cards for drugs? Like, I don't – yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe having programs and um, to getting free stuff if, you know, as an incentive to uh, participate in a program makes more sense than just combating – it's like here, you know. I don't. I don't even know how that would work. Anyway, anyway, we'll see if the program. I mean, at least trying something, I guess. But man, California just throws money into the worst solutions. Like, well, at least we're trying to find solutions. Well, maybe think of a better solution. It's really, you know, all that money. Don't if you, if you put it in a treatment program and pay for people's treatments, it might be better than. You know, here's a card that you can use at Lowe's for you to buy stuff that you can then hawk and make money so that you can go buy meth with. It's not the – I. it doesn't sound good. But, hey, I do not – you're right. I don't have a better solution other than pay for their treatment. Don't make rehab $30,000. That's actually my solution. Make it to where it's covered by health care and then make health care affordable. I don't know. It's I do have a solution. It's, uh, you know, but it makes people think of uh, socialism. So uh, fuck them, I guess. Anyway, stillsoberpod at gmail.com. Uh, for any questions or comments that are positive to neutral, appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you next week. Later. Disconnect the telephone line.